0: Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Belmont Sprint Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layden, we are teaming up to record episode 127 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is 10 to, 10 to 12 on Thursday, the 26th of May. We've got a Northern meeting today, Belmont Saturday, and the grand opening of the broom season. Terry, mm. this Saturday as well. And then we're off to the Goldfields on, uh, on
1: Sunday for a Kalgoorlie meeting. Broom. Tell you what, broom. Um, do, quick... do you play? Do you play broom? No, it's one track. I actually really don't. Yeah. Um, I'll do some some brief stuff. I do Carnarvon, but I don't do broom. Funnily enough, but uh, I will. I'll watch replays, pay attention, and sort of time a bet or two throughout the season where I feel um, there's the opportunity. But uh, no, I had a little squeeze through the fields and with Harrow and. And Danny taking up big teams, they look really, really cool little exciting fields. So who knows who will handle the dirt and you've got to speculate and guess. And, but yeah, for those, I really do think if you're looking like, if you're a punter that's looking just for a real niche market, like mm. I, I just think if, if someone just did Carnarvon, just did Broom, or just did Dirt, like just it's so niche and you learn about uh, kickback and horses that are affected by kickback. You can be beaten by 25 lengths but it's because of the kickback. You could have been going really, really good. Mm. And to forgive one that's beaten by 25 lengths means you're going to get a price next start. Like, well, it's just a gr- I just think Scotty it would Emory's be the greatest thing. It. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. he 100% is. I just think it's the greatest thing to punt on. But um, I've got to know over the- – it's taken me several seasons, but I've got to know the – so the trainers and, and the jockeys and the track at Carnarvon and all those bits and the horses, most importantly, and that's yeah. sort of how I think I'm able to bet on Carnarvon with, by just spending a couple of hours a week. I think Broom, if I started paying attention now, I might be good in three seasons yeah, time to have yeah, a, have a okay, good dip. Yeah. But you also just wait for the right horses. And we see Danny's taken a bunch up. Well, we've got one up there with him, Brad and I. And Adam McGrath, a little share in advocator, and uh, then you've got horses like Buddley Lad and stuff, and you go, well, that's probably one we want to follow up there. Mm. In, in my mind, a horse getting to the front, and, and so is advocator, in all mm. fairness, like getting to the front, rolling along on the dirt, that's that's what you want. But maybe Buddley Lad's a horse you might want to wait a start or two for. Perhaps it won't find the lead. There might be a race with too much speed in. Like it's, it's speed maps are everything on the dirt as well. It's
0: interesting that forward, um, so. Harrow's going up there himself with his team, mm. so he's having a – a, uh, he's chasing the sun We're, uh, for a winter sojourn in, uh, <laughs> in Broome. So uh, I, I take it that um, the he's got the Tony Triscari looking after the team here while he's up in Broome. But um, I reckon it's going to become, I'm thinking it's going to become more popular with Morton's have their team? Their team's mm. grown from uh so Luke Morton, Danny's son's up there. He's got a nine-horse team. I think last year was only four or five, something like that. Harrison's up this Casey's year. Cases are taking some nice yeah, horses. Cases. Charlton
1: Eddie Charlton looks Nettie pretty Nettie pretty stiff
0: at the weights. What pitch, did you think? Pitched in at the ratings. Mm. um Yeah, I, for those playing
1: at home, have a look at Charlton Eddie's rating, and then look at the same race. A horse like Desert Thorn, <laughs> Desert Thorn's got two kilos more. If Desert Thorn came to the city and Charlton Eddie came to the city and raced each other, I'm pretty sure that. Desert Thorn would have six and a half less, but it carries more weight in Broome than yeah. Charlton Eddy. It's quite amazing actually to see it lobbed into a 70 plus and go around with 60 kilos in. Yeah, I don't
2: yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. interesting So I,
0: I I disagree completely with that country rating for Charlton Eddy, um, but I'm sure the handicap is ta- there must be a line through another runner that he's taken to come up with that. However, my thing is a horse like Star Trade – comes um to town last week with a country rating of 92 its Metro conversion was 77 so 15 so if 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 Charlton Eddy and Star trade ran against each other at Belmont last Saturday they would have had, had the same weight if Star Trade then went to Broome this Saturday there'd be four and a half kilos between them um just which is nine sense. ratings points which sort of makes it a bit a bit hard for me to wrap my head around but um I'd, I'd have to chat to the handicapper to to sort of get a I'd give him the benefit of the doubt to to, to explain the methodology to me. But mm. in my mind, using that sort of kind of basic calculation and mar- marrying up two horses, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But you do have Advocator in uh, uh,
1: this Saturday, Terry. Good luck. Yeah. Um, no. You've got a couple of runners in this weekend. Yeah, we've just got the the dual, the dual day. Yeah. The dual day runners. Yeah, there's a, we'll get to those. We'll get to the, the superstars going around later. Yeah, we're going to. We'll get to them. We're going
0: to get to them. Okay. Um, but yes, it's always good to have the broom season up and running. And um, in in so this Saturday we get to uh, get to play both Belmont and Broom if we're uh, we're having a bet. So look, very much looking forward <laughs> to that. Uh, if, if if <laughs>
1: just just on the off chance <laughs> you we decide to have a flutter. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, over to you. Uh, don't forget, BJ, to stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City meets Get Out Stakes competition. And uh, as you mentioned before, uh, we have Liam Peters on the show taking on Timmy Gears who's going for win number three mm. in the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. So stay tuned for that. And. Let's cheer for the very Smart That's Timmy, eh? I do love what one thing I do love about Timmy coming on. Well, like a lot of things about Timmy coming on, I should say. But one thing I, I really do love is I, I do love someone a little bit arrogance. And I love I love Timmy's arrogance uh, in that sense. So while I sort of outwardly cheer for him to lose, I actually quite enjoy when he does get the chalky. So
0: he's doing a good job. It's, yeah, shooting for a three feet is Timmy G. So Betfair Edge on tomorrow. Yep. Uh, has, how's it been going? Did you have a guest on last week? Uh,
1: who do we have on last week? We did. Uh, oh, last week we, it was a bit of a Finnish meeting. So yeah. we got um, Tommy and Pete Anthony We had a big chat to Pete about his um, sort of history in the game and it was, uh, yeah, quite, uh, quite interesting. I mentioned one thing to Miles about Pete wearing a jacket that made him look like The Undertaker with his long hair. And um, so then he, they get out the old, Dung, you know, the <laughs> theme song for when he enters the ring. And, geez, and that's all that we spoke about basically the whole time was, <laughs> was The Undertaker and wrestling. It was a bit of
0: a thin meeting, though. So I can, it was a I can a thin understand meeting. how you uh, sort of drifted off into yeah, other
1: areas. Good to have a chat with him. And, and Tommy as well who always likes to come Tommy, on. And, Tommy Johnson. Tommy yeah. J, yeah, one of our mates who likes to throw out a few roughies, which we, uh, which we always love. But, um, yeah, this week we'll- uh, Mix it up, get someone on, one of the participants. Okay. I'll leave it to them.
0: Fair enough. So let's get rolling, eh? The uh, Belmont Sprint Day, Belmont Park on Saturday, the twenty eighth of May. Are you gonna go the footy after?
1: Uh no, I haven't uh usually get off of the tickets I even mean, got the message this week I don't think there's too many people rushing for them. but uh geez, on paper, it, on paper this believe. would be the on Why paper not? this would be the type of game that um you'd you'd have some confidence we can run a race in um really if we're going to ever turn it around but we're just playing we're playing without any mongrel at the moment mm. BJ. we're playing it's it's concerning it's two footy clubs at the moment that are in absolute strife aren't they
0: yeah yeah I'll tell
1: you what yeah north north and north uh, and West us Coast. yeah, yeah. I, uh, do, I do hold a $41 ticket for West Coast Eagles Spoon so to be honest we've already shut the bed so <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping north can find can find a couple of wins well, and this, we finished is, dead last this is night. where I'm at with my West Coast Eagles I'm already scouting
0: the uh, the best players in the under 17s under 18s ah, so, so I can work out who we're going to target in, in, in the your, par- in your,
1: in your part time <laughs> role as a West Coast Eagles scout that's good <laughs> that's all I've
0: got to look forward to Terry so the, the draft later in the year so um, it but, can be
1: enjoyable so, yeah. to cheer home the little wins but we're just not having enough of them at the moment. So. Little bit, yeah. Back yeah. in the
0: season, hopefully we can start building and we get a bit more positivity heading towards the, um, 2023. But
1: I'm- We want to pack out the last game of the year that we play at home as well because we'll probably be saying goodbye to a couple of champions, I'd suggest, yeah. as well. So yeah, that will be, that'll be a game I definitely want to get to.
0: I'm, I'm taking my daughter Isabel to the races on Saturday. Yep. Uh, she might be
1: a chance of riding Red Can, man. Yeah, <laughs> Sean doesn't uh- – so, Isabel and I Improved. are going to be
0: going to the races, and then we'll be heading across to the uh oh, Nest, so make a day of it. Looking forward to that, but um, before we do so, there's plenty of racing to sort through, so let's get rolling. The As I said, the rail is out of the nine-metre position. Terry's got a few thoughts on how the track's playing at the moment. The, uh, it's going to be 21 degrees, apparently, on uh, this Saturday, mostly sunny. We had a heap of rain earlier, or last weekend and earlier this week, but it's, um, it's fined up the last couple of days, and it's fine heading into Saturday. So, uh, what was the track yesterday? did it end up cu- becoming
1: a good four or was it still a soft 5 tool? i think it was yeah. a, i think it started soft 6 got yeah. to soft 5 I, I allowed for a soft 5 good four like yeah. the way it drained I think it was last Tuesday or the Tuesday before. Like people are saying, oh, we're going to see a heavy. I said, geez, we got an absolute bucket load on the Tuesday and it was a good four on the, the Wednesday. The times um, – There was no rain after 9 or 10 – no real rain after yeah. 9 or 10 a.m. Tuesday morning. So you had a day and a half of, of sunshine and strongish wind. So, um, yeah, the track's draining really well and you don't need to worry about the – unless you're getting the rain on the day or the night before, it's – yeah, I don't think we're going to see too many um, – well, we will when we get that type of rain, but it's draining very well, as good as the ever. Raw, playing the shit out the raw
0: times I – uh, that came through from last Saturday's meeting meant that the track was pretty much good three. Yeah. Because the, they
1: didn't irrigate it. Yeah. That was just it was, it a was, lot of people are very upset about it. Was, that. And it, so was, they it was so they should
0: three. I mean Star Trade were ran tenth, beaten six and a half lengths, I think. Uh yeah it's run home in, you know, the I think it was the fourth two. Yeah. Yeah it, it was and it was just impossible. But the the leaders kept rolling. So it was searching rocks, um who else was up on top of the speed? There was uh, Rock and Ori was just parked behind them, but it was it was all the. NBA I just you couldn't make ground wide. Could, it yeah. was
1: just it was just crap. So it was, those, it was just this hard type of stuff we don't gone. want. To, we don't want to be seeing at Belmont. Like we just we just started a new season. The first meeting was really fair. Got really excited. I love a fair meeting. I just mm. feel it's just just the easiest thing and the not easiest thing. I just I just it's just you feel so much you feel confident punting on it. Like you just. Jeez, I think it's very hard to lose on a fair track. To be honest with you, and then you get these decks. Like yesterday, the Wednesday meeting yesterday was just that was horrible. Like that was really bad. So, like, so we I, saw.
0: I haven't had a good look at the results. Like from, what, can you tell us what you see that that from? Right, race, race one. A pattern
1: first, first of all, race one. You, you're looking at three horses in the market. Mister Cobra, $1.50. fifty. Uh, Grey Mistress, arts, uh, Art Series, Final Series, both yeah. about 6 bucks Final Series leads. Um, tactically, I thought that was very smart as well by them. Um, Mister- I didn't have a bet in this race either, so I- I'm purely watching this for pattern And Miss uh, Dracova and Grey Mistress both settle <laughs> midfield or worse and-, and get wide. I think the tactics were right and Final Series is winning the race either way, but the way that Final Series kicked and those two just floundered down the middle, you know. just They hit the line okay, but they both floundered. And Marty Allen's horse, Trubinsky, who went around 50, 60, 70 to one was on the rail. Kicked actually, yeah, and held out Mr. Co. And straight away, you've gone, well, that rail's good. That mm-hmm. rail's great. You've, you've then seen Dark Lass a few, starts late, a few races later sort of get checked, then go back to the fence. We know Dark Lass is so so, but it's picked up real nicely on that fence. Straight away, big money Arnie's boy, barrier two, without Reg, barrier one. And the money's right. And it's that's where you had to be. Horses like, what else later in the day? Rule Lee, Drew Wide, found it hard to win. Um, the only horse that did win. Well, one of the horses did win coming rearward because it, horses, it yeah, doesn't yeah. mean you can't win. That's the thing. People go, "Oh, but that one from last." It's like, well, the two leaders were Black Spirit and Lady Tornado. I think mm. they're they're gone. They're gone that far out. They're stopping on category three. Who should have won the race? Um Who are and you on? category three. And, and and they're they're stopping and then next thing in the race is just that's that's how that race unfolded. Wait, and yeah. it had to unfold. If 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 it's a more fair track, War Gem probably wins by three. Mm. Like War Gem won by half length or whatnot. War gem probably wins by several lengths. It's just yeah, it, it's just, it's hard to watch a have got a When
0: you've got a track like that, occasionally the shape of the race can change the pattern of the race. It can do it, However, yeah, exactly if, right. if, the, if the jockeys on the leaders are switched on to how the track is planned, then they'll ride their horses accordingly. Yeah, you exactly. you seen that Arnie's Boy race yesterday, like that race was all over at the
1: 600, yep. do you know what I mean? So- and without Reg probably would have found it difficult because it was on the back of Spirit and Fire, who's mm. a notorious stopper, but mm. um, it laid out. Mm. So it got that rails run. Otherwise that's where you get that opportunity. So you will get the the overcorrection later in the day, and you've got to, yeah, it's hard because you allow for that in a certain way, and, and then you get the overcorrection. It's it's difficult, but um, yeah, it's just it just makes it hard to want to if you want to back one that's rearward. You always need a good um, suitable speed map when you're backing one rearward, but. You might need it coming back to the fence looking for luck and, and going for that type of run. I don't know. It's well, just I just – I just I, I loved what I saw at the first Belmont meeting. It was a really nice fair deck. Um, they all had their chance. And the, the three meetings since at the 6, uh, 12, and 15-metre pads, it's all been better on speed or closer to the rail, far yeah. better. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know why that is, but mm. it's occurring. And it, there's the wind's been different. The rail's been different, as I just said. There's been a lot of reasons why that shouldn't have been the same for all three, but it has been, so. No. Anyway, right. We'll wait we'll see. See. Who knows what we're going to see. They, they will, and again, I, I think they'll be- Last week should have been a good three, as you said, probably. There'll be an overcorrection, potentially. So we've had a lot of rain during the week, not much now. I reckon there'll be a bit of an overwater they might. Who knows? That's the thing, and there, there is the overcorrection. So um, it's just, unless you think you're well, grabbing real big overs pre-meeting, it is the type of one, like yesterday- Horses like Arnie's going with Without Reg, even though they're backed, you probably should just about follow that money and go yeah. with it. Not follow the money, but just, just look for horses that are going to be settling in those type of positions because that – instead of trying to be stubborn and sticking with your pre-meeting plans or not, you have to be bold and sort of well, what, sack that even the, though you might have tipped flux. one or you might have been keen. What was the flux in the lungs? Arnie's was – well, you said you, you you had something on top tote and you know, yeah. with five bucks, you thought yeah. you were going to get ten. Well, was, uh, without not, Reg was seventy when I backed With that reg was seven to four, mm. Arnie's was – Ten double but, figures, but, I reckon, but the, to, but the to four of that, five. Flip side of that was Rule
0: was out the gate, wasn't it? And Rule out the gate, oh, yes. yeah, and,
1: and was never in the race. Yeah. So yeah. It's um yeah, very, very interesting stuff. But if you can yeah, if you've got a way to predict a track pattern, I've been saying this for years, pre meeting, you'd be a very rich man or woman. I'll tell you what. <laughs>
0: Alright, let's go. Race one, 11.24am early start because the footy's on across the road. It's mm. the Morley Growers Market Plate uh, over 1,200 metres and Top of the Pops is shooting for four straight but does have to contend with 59.5kgs and is likely going to settle uh, a touch worse than midfield. Interesting little race this with a couple of, horse, couple of horses with race experience resuming um, coming off some really smart trials um, and I don't, don't mind a couple of these first starters as well. So I think this, even though Top of the Pops is the overwhelming uh, favorite and controls the market, I, I'm expecting this to develop into quite a nice little form race moving forward. So. Terry, did you get, get a chance to look at the race for the babies on Saturday?
1: Yeah, I did. I, went, I wanted to do this race because I knew I wanted to probably take on top of the pops. Very impressive win, but as we sort of said before, Mr. Cove hasn't necessarily completely franked that mid-week. Um, excuses with the track, but still potentially a little bit weak. It's, it's hard to know. Um, but, look, you're 1,400 down to 1,200. You're looking for four in a row as a two-year-old. First trial was in early March. A uh, lot of trust in Danny. But, um, look, it's going to probably go back, and it's going to be close to last. I reckon you're down in trip, you're carrying the big weight. You've got some really nice trials, as BJ said. I've got to maybe have two behind it at best, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to look to take it on. It can beat me at $1.80, that's fine. Um, vampy at play, interesting. Stevie Parnham, he's been um, – I think he had a setback with his mm. collarbone, but they interviewed him and he said he was really looking forward to riding Vampy at play. So a uh, good little push there, I thought, on its own, just a little one. But um, Yeah, so I think-
0: Stevie's, uh, Stevie's had a – Injured collarbone, broken collarbone. Yeah. And, and he's had some healed. complications. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's disappointing, especially at the moment where we're a bit short of um, hoops and top-line hoops. It's well, a, it's all a, the
0: best in your recovery, Stevie. Yep. Stevie. Yeah. We're Fair ready to play,
1: mate. But, yeah, he would have been on Vampire Play, but he's, uh, I guess his loss is his brother's um, gain. Uh, Vampire Play, I think, can land just off him. Trials around, left the building, street parade, snow dome. First prep were good. Um, sat deep on debut behind Revit Up. Beat home. Costume, Costume party. party, yeah. Just a really nice run. I think San, it, I, Santorio, maybe? Was yeah, I right think there? it maps nicely. Uh, it's hard to get a line through a lot of these, but uh look, I always like race experience, like the trial. The twelve hundred meters should suit um five and a half kilos on top of the pops fresher in its campaign. I'm happy to speculate. I've marked them both equal favorites. Um funny with the rock and Tails trial is funny because yeah. it's so obvious that you said, hide this one, hide this one, Sean. Yeah. Just shouldn't have trialed it. Just just get it just right in the deck, you know? Because the trial is the reason it's eight bucks and not 20 because it was so obviously well, hidden. So. Brad's five dollars. Yeah, Brad loves a hidden trial. <laughs> he's a sucker. He'll admit it himself. He's a sucker for a hidden trial. So, no, you could see that and good on him. Upper Limits was great. No,
0: that's, that's the horse that I want to talk about. Upper Limits. Um, I backed both Upper Limits and Vampire Play on their respective debuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Upper Limits Pike was on three or four wide line, just couldn't get qu- couldn't quite get over
1: the top of the horse's pierce. Galaxy, like, galaxy yeah. affair. Galaxy um, affair. The only thing I'll say about that is that was the exact spot you needed to be to win that horse race. Yes, yeah. you were. You were the back of the horse. It was four deep, no cover. Um, But, yeah, hard trial to miss. It was another very nice one. And also, just for the punters out
0: there, Jeremy Esau has been around racing for a long, long time. He used to work for Colin Webster. He's been over in Melbourne. Um, He trained in his own right uh, prior to going here to Melbourne. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, Jeremy, apologies if I get this wrong, that he worked for Peter Moody while he was over there. Um, Been back in Western Australia a while, has always maintained his trainer's licence, but I'm pretty sure he's involved uh, with... Uh, out at Grant Williams' property as well. He's a he's a staff member there. Um, so yeah, no surprise to see that Jeremy Aesop's team going really well, learning uh, uh, learning off some of the best in the business over a long period of time. So Paddy Carberry takes the ride. so uh, coming off a really soft trial win. Uh, got a nice pedigree. This horse as well. I actually marked upper limit second favor behind top of the pops. So, oh, did you? Yeah. What, what was your pricing? I was five dollars upper oh, limits. I thought yeah. you'd be
1: a vampy at play, man.
0: Uh, vampy played next best. Not much between them. But just the way that Upper Limits is currently $8 and Vampy at play $4.20. 20 is it? Yeah, Upper Limits oh, is the – uh, sure. uh, sorry, I'm just going off uh, Brad Betts' yep. prices. No, it's the same. You're right. Um, it's even shorter. So, Upper Limits for me looks, looks the value runner. It's going to get the gun from two. Paddy Pike on board can't do much wrong at the moment. So, um, as much as I think Top of the Pops
1: is uh, – You've got to take him on at those prices. When there's things going wrong, when there's things that look issues on paper, you've got to take him on. And this fourteen back to
0: twelve as well. So if he can, if he can notch up a win fifty nine and a half with map and weight, this this is a
1: really, really good horse. Uh, Upper limits for mine at the eight dollars ring. That's a bit. All right, I'll go vampy at last. I'm six fifty upper limits, but uh, pretty loose marking with the two year olds wouldn't take too much notice of mine. All right, race two. The uh, this is a three odd race for over the mile, and it's called the Glenroy Chaff <laughs> fifty six plus. That's low in it. It is low. You see Mojo so. Rhythm carrying the sixty. That's bloody. A bit, uh, a bit harsh, but that's uh, that's how the cookie crumbles. There's no top liners in this, but there is probably two top liners. So, so they haven't got yeah, there yet. They're
0: effectively carrying three kilos more than they mm-hmm. what they should under the normal scale. So, um, some nice horses going around here, Terry, um, Velvet Queen. Ooh. Velvet Queen and Zeph- Zeph- Zephira uh, cross swords again. Zephira outside leader, last start. Velvet Queen, three wide and last. Velvet Queen pulls the margin back to just shy of a length or just less than a length on the line running the best splits of the day. The barriers change things here, don't they? So it looks like Velvet Queen going to probably land leaders back. Do you have Zephira leading?
1: Probably, yeah. 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 There's always a chance that – Magic Whistle or something. They try and mix it up with Tiff's lad with Harvey on uh, in form aggressive mm. Harvey. There's yep. a chance that they could mix it up with something. So I didn't try to worry about it too much. The, the top two in this market just have panels and panels and panels on the rest. Mojo Rhythms a clear third, and then sort of Tiff's Dash Passion Prince is no horse whatsoever. Um, I'd probably encourage if you. I really like the Velvet Queen. I think it'll win, but mm-hmm. two bucks. I think I'm two ten. I thought that was pretty aggressive marking as is. Was a of three bucks, um, but. Yeah, if you're looking, if, if you don't get the price, Velvet Queen, I don't think it will. I wouldn't be afraid to play a big Xacta, Velvet Queen, Fear or a big um, quartet, perhaps, and don't have Passion Prince or Magic Whistle at all in your third and fourth numbers. That's how I might be attacking it, sort of. The Velvet Queen to win Zafira to run second. Mojo Rhythm, Tiff Slad, and Dash of Brandy box them for third and fourth. That'll cost you 6 bucks, I think, for a full div, and hopefully you can – Get twenty-five to one, get four four to one your money, five to one your money, something like that. But I'm hoping the velvet. I'm hoping there's Zafira support, and I see mm. two dollars forty Velvet Queen. Um, That'll get, get two fifty above would easily be my best of the day. Yeah. the Velvet Queen. I expect her just to win, um, but I, I have a lot of respect for Saphira, so if I don't get my price, that's fine.
0: Yeah, uh, there was so Saphira's gone back on debut and sort of come around them and stormed down the middle of the Ascot straight midweek and won, and then Patty's Patty and A have um, opted to roll forward, sit outside leader. Last start showed that bit of versatility, and it was a very slowly run race. It wasn't as if she was out of her comfort zone outside leader. Tough either. day
1: for horses without cover, which yep. is probably another thing in her favour.
0: Yeah, but they did they did go slow and sort of sprint home. But um, interesting in that race, wasn't it? All, all the Velvet Queen really needed was the the Brad Rewiller on one of the My, was My Dilemma, I think it was. Mm. He was leading up the three wide line and just sort of, just needed to improve into the race and and sort of slingshot the velvet queen into it but he held his spot rather than sort of march forward three wide and that just left the velvet queen with far too much work
1: to do like i reckon it was another i reckon zafira held it really well still yeah. i still felt on the line zafira was just just super strong um it was it was a really nice win it was a really 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 nice win if these two don't know i'll just be give it up yeah um yeah, I, I think one of the big things for me, the universal uh, – universal, the Velvet Queen is that this is its third prep. You're mm. up to a mile. It's just a bit more professional now at this at this stage of proceedings. Um, yeah, I feel like with the Velvet Queen as well, I've never really dove in at all these short mm. prices it's gone down at, so I've still got my little free whack at it to some degree. I think I was saying that to you about Friday night, which goes around shortly, BJ. Mm-hmm. Um, but – uh yeah look it's a velvet queen for me I'm not backing against it but I'd love to, I'd love to get 250 but that might be ambitious. Okay yeah velvet queen for me as well.
0: Um, I unlike you do not have any credits in the bank when it comes to uh, free hits at velvet queen. So <laughs> but 250 would uh, would be absolutely um, delightful if we can somehow manage that Terry but uh velvet queen just to get the better of I don't I don't doubt Zefira is a uh, very smart horse on the rise as well I just think that um the barriers and the way this race is going to shape out. If Velvet Queen gets a good look at him. I think she'll get over the top of them. So,
1: um, it's yeah. funny the way I puns the Velvet Queen will start at $1.66 and Safira gets to four forty, yeah, And that's the 100%, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, back to Safira. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, uh, yes, we'll wait and see. Race three is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum mm-hmm. Handicap over 1,000 meters, uh, 58 plus, And, um, Famous Journey, the top weight in this race, Terry, is that in today as well? Yeah, that won't be running. Won't be running on Sunday? All right, so keep an eye out for uh, for that one, punters. The uh, Saddlecloth number one in race three on Sunday, Famous Journey, is also engaged at Northern later this afternoon. So check your scratchings. Uh, that'll obviously impact this race significantly, not only from a speed point of view, but from a market point of view as well. Uh, we're going to skip this race or we're going to have a look at it? uh skip it i'm happy to skip it yeah geez uh favorite <laughs> so premium, premium choice the current favorite uh roughly
1: 235. uh yeah or well, two thirty that's without the deduction yep. so two bucks if you're lucky um yeah look it, it was pretty disappointing last start i thought no real major excuses. I thought maybe the quick backup, that's all I could come yeah. up with there. Yeah, me too. That's what I can up with too. Mm. But uh, it looks it looks your obvious winner. You're going to be a fair bit of speed on here, Old Bailey, and can't catch this. Uh, go around. Interesting little stat with Old Bailey. And I was hoping it would go up 60, 70 to 1. It probably would have been me each way. But Old Bailey, Holly Watson's ridden Old Bailey twice in the past for two wins. Yep. Uh, two big wins. But kick a goal, son, and Snippelicious by margins as well. So Old Bailey's actually... Not a bad little sprinter over the thousand meters. When in form, mm-hmm. able to find a rail, give you a nice little kick. Whether I can car, cross, can't catch this, I don't think so. Um but you just gotta forget it went to Broome because it went there like under a bit of a we'll see how we go. But old Bailey's a. Uh, um in a race like this where you've got a few behind them that just could go crap. Yeah. Like if you're out in front in a race that they're going crap and the rails playing nicely, who, who knows? If you can cross Can't Catch this, you've also got a roadblock behind you probably as well. Mm. So, um, But look, in, in saying that, um, the one that will probably be over my price is probably Requisition, I think, by the time they jump. Yeah. Yeah um yeah i'm 470 requisition without famous journey so you take off the scratch and you're probably down to about 550 anyway and that doesn't get me but uh yeah requisition first up last campaign run second to will chino clint johnston porter barry yeah yeah Yeah, expect premium choice to probably rebound and win and probably win well but if if it's over bet i might look at a little requisition investment
0: yeah just on old bailey what about the uh the trainer money Mm-hmm. Three winners in a week. Slew spot or sorry, started off with Warm and Fuzzy. Congratulations to Taj Dyson. Yeah. He, uh, his first Saturday winner was a dead heat on Safety Bay for his pop, Fred Kersley. And um, so that was a dead heat between uh, Taj on Warm and Fuzzy. Um, warm and fuzzy. Uh, sorry, no. Not on Safety Bay mm-hmm. and uh, Shaw McGrady Road uh, Gates of Babylon. That was a dead heat. And then one race later, he won his first Saturday race outright. Warm and fuzzy for Ashmalian. Later in the day, Sluice Box just absolutely bolted in. And then yesterday, Arnie's boy eight fifty to five dollars saluted in the get out at Belmont yesterday. So that's three winners from his last five runners for Ashmalian. He knew and Jack the Joker uh, very stiff in the uh, Sky Series final as well. So the teams are going well. So Terry. Terry's um, mentioning Old Bailey there, and uh, yeah, he's right. I'm
1: not backing it. I'm but just, if, yeah. if you said that if it can it uh, a if it can,
0: if it can a Yeah, a
1: cross, if I find a way yeah. to cross and roll, it could give a kick, but even then I still think it gets run down. I just was more saying I thought it might go up 80 to 1 or something silly. Okay. But the race is just that poor. You can't go up 80 to 1. Can't catch this as 11 to 1 for... So very thin, but uh, yeah, won the, won the last be. race at Carnarvon last
0: Saturday. Can't catch it. Yes, so. It did beat <laughs> Woodbug. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you, Terry. I think Requisition from one. I love CJP going on the Brett Pope stable has sort of um, found a bit of form in recent times. So I think coiled up from one. Um, if there's a horse running on that's making a making a dash in them late uh, after enjoying a soft run in transit, it'll be Requisition.
1: Um, what do you make of She's Enchanted first up no no no, no just not interested we can probably rebound and win but Barry first of all you need a good ride then you need to know that the horse is fine then it's coming off a setback like it's best is probably easily good enough but it didn't
0: didn't step it didn't really do a lot late did it no it's, stuff, seven, so. it's seven bucks I yeah, mean. It's taken you just, a you're asking
1: percentage. a fair bit Yeah, but it, yeah the race is that bad that it, it sort of has to sort of stay in the market so the way Mitch Payton's training and Medici will probably win by six anyway so. <laughs> yeah
0: Mm. Yes, well done, Mitch. You Got the uh, got dance session to win uh, at Belmont yesterday. Congratulations. I, I think the quote was, if "We didn't win there; it was headed to Kojana." Mm, <laughs>
1: We've been to tell you what—that's the dirt horse of the century, isn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah. So, okay, that's it. Race three. Race four is the Tab Touch Be Better at Life Handicap, fourteen hundred meters. It's a sixty-six plus event. Uh, this is a little bit thin-ish as well. Um, Interesting. I thought it's a good race. Yeah, I didn't really didn't really
1: warm. It's Walmart. $12 the biggest Ruffy, which is quite incredible. They're giving it very tight little, um, tight little feel. Tight little feel. That didn't sound good. I reckon this is a race to take on the apprentices on the good horses or the the better weighted horses. Mm-hmm. So really like Fangio Crescent, City Laferola, but happy to take them on with the kids on um, at different stages of their prep. Snippy Miss. Faced Whack and Tanker two starts ago, couldn't get anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Whack and Tanker gets a soft lead here, so I can't have Snippy Miss. Yep, the line goes through it, blow me out. Is mapped out of this. Uh, I think if you, the more you look at its last win, that was a bit of a gift with minus looks running second. Uh, with Snipperucci Snipper, just turn didn't turn up. Yeah. Um, big fan Snipperucci, and um, that was sarcastic. <laughs> and Stella Fair is just a just a horse. Um, so from there, I think blow me out's probably got to go to the breeze. Otherwise, you end up last. I don't know if they want to be last. Yeah, I've got I've ones. got
0: blow me out breezing as well. So yeah. blow
1: me out probably in the Bs. Gunmetal Grail grow. We see her popular here and, and rightly so. Up to the fourteen hundred, probably no yeah. major query. Going well in all the fillies and mares races. Good last start. Got a good ride last start, mm. but it was good last start behind. Um, it just kept coming on the line, which is what I liked. And they, yeah, they're, they're no slouches,
0: the McCanto, and that. Yeah, so. Ross Price yep.
1: hasn't had a winner for six or seven months, um, which is always – that's always a worry for me. I look at those type of things quite – uh, importantly, um, but look, I've marked Billy Ray a slight favourite. People are going to see the Albany run last start. And I think this is probably where I think someone's doing the country form might have a little tiny edge, is that that last run you go, Oh, second in a 70-plus at Albany, that's no good. You drew barrier one on a day, you had to be on the outside fence. Like, it was wild stuff. It was, it was a super effort. Like it was a really, really good run. Policia, yeah, Joey has a party, got it to the outside fence, and you could not lose from the outside fence. You just could not lose. So Billy Ray is ready to go here. I reckon it can just about 1-1. Underneath it, you've got uh, you've got Snippy Miss who goes through maybe back the Maybe Crescent
0: City holds up. Maybe. Yeah, that's the worry.
1: Yeah. That's the worry. 100% that's the worry. So I'm just hoping fresh... Um, uh, well, that makes less sense. Fresh should probably ping it. But, look, I'm just hoping we can get the 1-1. One, one. If not, three back one-off is fine. But I think the winner will come from Billy Ray. Gunmetal Gray, or if it's playing very much on pace, Whack and Tanker can steal this, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget it went around last start. It's it's in career best. And have a look how it goes with Lactar. It's a completely different horse. Current markets, it's Billy Ray for me, though. Um, yeah, don't often get the value about so a recent White runner, but uh, I really um, – I think Billy Ray goes okay. No superstar. Billy Ray for me is good well. enough to win it. You with Billy? Yeah. I thought you'd be with Gunmetal Grey for sure.
0: No, no, I might mark, I marked them both the same.
1: What price uh, is that? 420. Okay, I'm about $3.40 and three sixty.
0: Yeah. So Impressive. but um that was quite my market was pretty pretty tight actually. I sort of had to have a couple in there that on reflection I could probably wind them out a touch. Um especially, a, especially a, blow me out. I had him pretty I thought that was a pretty good Win mm. the other day, it's uh, just not winning from the break. Yeah, that's the that's the, the the map sort of has to mean that my price is probably a little bit thin. I've got a bit of respect for Crescent City as a horse as well, uh, but maybe my um, my nine dollars is a bit tight there as well. So, but I really liked. Billy Ray's first up run, I thought it hit the line much better than Pulitzer. So there was a line there at Albany, and then they met the following week, and it was just a heavy nine. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a random sort of race meeting, completely. A bit drew wide and got to the outside. Front. Yeah. So I reckon it wins by five and yeah, it starts sort of got $2. traded 80. a little bit at an important stage as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, Billy Ray. Looked good though, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. Billy Ray won over 1,300 metres on this exact day last year with William Pike in the saddle. That's one of the
1: replays I was watching Uh, Pike,
0: Three, a third up, Adam Grant, 1,400 metres. Uh, Billy Ray gets in well. I think it's well weighted at 55.5. And Gunmetal Gray is going to be the popular elect, but I, I, I can see, I can envisage Billy Ray getting over the top of it late in a driving finish.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm glad the market's allowing me to have a bet on Billy Ray. So I'm with you. All
0: right, let's take a break, Terry, and we'll be back with Timmy Gears versus Liam Peters
1: in our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Okay, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind competition.
0: That is correct, Terry. The Mundaring has been heart of the hills since 1899, located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you do get an opportunity, make sure you drop in and say hello to Ian Butchie O'Connor Absolute legend, that publican up there. Let him know that you listen to the to 1-1 the one, one and uh, you'll get the red carpet treatment, feed, flutter, frothies, family atmosphere. We've got his big debt in full, full operation as well. The son's going to be out this weekend. So if you're in the hood, drop in. Um, let's welcome back our current mastermind, two-time carryover champion, Timmy Gears. G'day, Timmy.
2: G'day, boys. How are you?
1: Very well, very well, Timmy. How's the week been as a uh, as a two timer?
2: Oh, yeah, well, it's good, Terry. I mean, I wasn't expecting to win the first one, let alone two in a row, and then I saw you dished up Liam Peters, and now I think I've got absolutely no chance. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, well, it's not often uh, Often, a lot of the uh, the punters looking for a bit of value in Western Australia are cheering against the Cerise and White, but I, I tell you what, I reckon, I reckon everyone's cheering the famous Silks home this, uh, today, mate. So, uh, yeah, bad luck to you.
0: Yeah, okay, let's bring him in. Um, taking on Timmy Gears, it's the might of the Cerise White. It's Liam Peters. You know, boys,
2: how's things? Very, very well, very well. Liam. so, so in
0: his interview, Lamb said that he's listened a few times, yeah, so nice. uh, t- he's gonna be a gun, yeah. Timmy, uh, oh, oh, here we go. We Something. lost someone. Oh,
1: another call coming Twice through. In a Yeah, a triple call, triple um, header. We've yeah. never done
0: a triple header. We should just patch him through, see what he yeah, done. just randomly. <laughs> so, uh, Timmy's going for three, uh, and let's see if uh, Lamb can uh, can uh, knock him off and um. Square things up here. So, um, gentlemen, your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Over to
1: you, Terry. Okay. Challenger, uh, are, are you ready? ready? Born ready. Born ready. <laughs> that's, a, that's a name. That's the name one of the next ones. Uh, mastermind, uh, are, are, are you ready? Ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Who am I? My now retired career began in late 2016, where I amassed a tick over $665,000 in prize money. If my racing career was to, be compa- was to be compared to one of the cricketing War Brothers, it'd be Steve, not Mark. More grit than guile. <laughs> I won 10 of my 64 career starts with Dan Stake winning four of those, and Peter Hall and Lee Newman two apiece. Both of Hawley's wins aboard me were in black-type races, the 2019 Ascot Gold Cup and 2019 GA Taunton Cup. I competed in two Belmont sprints, my best result being an eighth-placed finish. I did, however, unexpectedly win a group three northerly stakes over the same 1,400-metre journey. Hashtag how, which was my third and final black type success. The first three letters of my name is a task you'd complete after June 30 each year. I spent my entire Tim. T- Tim. Taxigano. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he got to that one. I was hoping he got to that question, <laughs> that line.
0: taxagano exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the northerly stakes? Mitchy Payman. Mitchy Payman. Any odd <laughs> odds? Stakes, it was an yeah. absolute. It was
1: less than I thought the odds was I Still yeah. only forty-one. Was <laughs> that? Oh no, it was. I think it was up over hundred. But it was a good northerly stakes so. though.
0: Yeah, it was actually cracking northerly stakes. So yes, so that is uh, Tim. It's off the mark.
1: Timmy is off the
2: mark. Um, I'm in uncharted territory, boys. I'm used to coming from behind, so I don't know really how to defend a lead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll be fine, Timmy. Let's go. Next question. How many Melbourne Cups has Rostropovich competed in?
1: Liam.
2: Liam. Liam. Oh, I'm going to go with two. Ah, that is bang. correct. 20, the Rostrop- hey,
1: was there a protest being fired in there, Timmy?
2: Yeah, on my end, I think this is a bit of the Mitchy Pateman, Jordan Turner situation <laughs> no, because on my no, end, I thought I was
1: clearly all. first. No, no, you started so saying- I no, I would have got it wrong anyway. Yeah, well, there,
2: there you go. There you go. Oh,
1: good, got, good honesty. I oh, like that. honesty. That's good. I was going to subtract a point. I won't anymore. 1-1. 1-1. Like <laughs> one, one.
0: One, one. The podcast. 1-1. Rooster Previch competed in the twenty nineteen and the uh, 2018 and 2019 uh, Melbourne Cups. I think that's right. Um, okay. Multiple choice. Which one of these Belmont sprint runners has not won a race outside of Western Australia? Red Can Man, Valeroad, Platoon or Laverod? Tim. Tim.
1: Tim.
2: Platoon.
0: Correct. That is correct. Well done, Tim. That is two to Timmy Gears and one to Liam Peters. All right. Name the two. Neville Parnum-trained WA Guineas winners that are now both successful WA-based stallions. Liam. Liam.
2: Uh, playing God and God has spoken.
0: Oh, incorrect. T- Timmy for the steal.
1: Oh. Three, oh yeah. two, one. And no. I hope, I hope, uh, Mister Peters isn't listening because he won't be too happy. With a breeding <laughs> question going down. This is this is meant to be. Uh, this a like little teaser, Liam. This one wasn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the correct answers is playing God and Rommel. They are the uh, they were the two. <laughs> w- Neville Parnham trained WA is with Okay, we'll edit that one out. The, the edition <laughs> that Bob to. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Name the father and son horses that is stallion and progeny that have both won Belmont sprints in the last. Liam.
2: Universal Ruler and the Velvet
1: King. Oh, oh dang. He's taken the criticism on board. <laughs> yeah. He was upset, the crowd was upset, the family was upset and he yeah. said I'm not going to I'm not going to stand for that. No. Nah, is bang. that 2-2? Two, 2-2,
0: two? Two, two, bang.
2: Okay.
0: He on two, the back, two. on the back foot. He just bang. All right. All right. This is
1: this is for the win. This is I'm for under win. the st- I'm under the stick, yeah. <laughs> the stick under. <laughs>
0: All right. All right. Here we go. Name the provincial cut race. That divine shadow and media baron finished first and second in back in April last year.
1: It was a wet day. Tim,
2: Timmy, Pinjarra Cup.
1: Ah, it again. Yeah, he's done it again. Deary, that is correct. Oh, I've got
2: the chest out. I've oh, got the chest deary. out. Terry Layton. <laughs> oh, I think.
1: I think you're breaking up. Sorry, Timmy. I can't actually <laughs> hear you there, mate.
0: <laughs> so that is correct. Divine Shadow and Media Baron Cornella the uh, the Pinjara Cup last year. Very very wet day um, down at uh, down at Pinjarra there. And uh, Stevie Parnum, Divine Shadow. I think it was, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it was, was won it? by panels. Panels, absolute spinner and medium Baron panels. came from uh, a long way back. Trafford Fools was in the race too.
0: Congratulations, Timmy Gears, at three on the trot. What's your how, how yeah how are you feeling, mate? What's the emotions like at the moment?
2: Oh well, you can just add that one to the long list of short-priced Peter's investments runners that sort have of gone down. there. <laughs> Ah, oh, daring, that is, oh, good. Deary that is very good too. Very that's,
0: good. that's good. Actually, that's I don't good. Mind that one. Um, uh Timmy, congratulations, mate. Not many people have won three in a row. You, uh, three in a row, and you have managed to. Mate. Another $100 voucher to the Munding is in the post. Before we let you go, your jockey Sean McGrady has been as uh, is no longer riding at Northern today can you give us an update what's happening and will we be seeing him uh, aboard the favorite in the belmont sprint this saturday red cam man
2: yeah i hope so he's obviously flying rode a treble on the weekend um but he hurt his back he's got an ongoing back issue uh that flared up yesterday with his ride at belmont so he's off his ride to that northern uh, fingers crossed he'll be right for saturday i've got him onto one or two of my gurus in the uh sporting physiotherapy world that can hopefully patch him up so that uh, he can uh, steer a red cam man to victory on the weekend you would have,
0: have to be pretty sore to miss that ride, right, I reckon. I reckon, yeah. Well, fingers crossed for a speedy recovery. I don't think Walker letting let him, would he? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was going to say. Not a chance in the world. Fingers crossed for a speedy recovery for Sean McGruddy. Uh, well done again, Timmy Gears. And Liam, Liam Peters, thanks again for jumping on the show, having a chat to Terry and myself and giving us a bit of uh, insight into your world. It's an absolute pleasure. And uh, I'd love to uh, mm. catch up with you on uh, on race day next time you're out of the track.
2: Sounds great, boys. Thanks so much for having me on. Congrats on your 3 Pete, Timmy. Uh, <laughs> it, hurt, it hurts to go down by a nose, though. I will say that.
0: <laughs> Very good, mate. Hey, thanks again, Liam. Thanks again, Tim. And uh, that is the uh, Mundaring Hotel. It's WA Racing Mastermind. Run, one, and done. Thanks, guys.
2: Thanks, guys. No worries, yeah. boys. There. Uh,
0: race number five is the Vale Dick Vincent Handicap. Over the mile, this is a graduation handicap. And uh, the Admiral, a former East Coast, former Victorian horse has come to Western Australia under the Simon A. Miller uh, flag there. And he has won his last two uh, on the trot steps up in grade to Saturday company success players coming out of uh, some pretty pretty handy three rod form which uh, we'll get a line through earlier in the day through uh, as and the velvet queen uh, there's a few others in this race a couple of uh, one particular horse who was very unlucky last start Terry can't wait to hear what you have to say about that particular horse but um race 5 of the day 10 race card what are your thoughts on this graduation handicap
1: Uh, Yeah, I think success play with a gate would have been hard to go against. Uh, I still think it's probably the one to beat. Mm. Probably goes to the breeze-ish, maybe even leads. Uh, my, My feeling is they'll try and they won't want to lead on Colchino. I don't think they wanted to lead last start. So, when you've got a horse that won its maiden with a sit last um, campaign, then you're coming off a so so run. Think about the mindset. It's naturally going to be, well, maybe we want to sit here. We don't want to be in the front. So, I think you might see success playing the Admiral almost lead and breeze this mm. race from the two widest. Um, how the track's playing will be important in that sense. I don't think it's impossible, and this might seem far fetched, that Baby Blues leads this race mm. either. I reckon that it's been jumping well from wide gates and just being restrained. Um, who knows where Baby Blues is at? Last start. Obviously, we're all going to see it held up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's three first up, sorry. Its trial was really good behind magnificent Andy. Uh, its first up run, it was in a group that finished a mile off, and but that group. They all ran nice last twos, and it was a group like um, Testing Love, Scorpion Storms.
0: Yeah. All there's the, one more. Yeah. And the
1: form's all been good out of that, and it was just as good as it was, those. It was
0: impossible that day, yeah.
1: Then it got sort of held up behind my mate. Um, still would like to see the line a touch better that day to be that confident here, um, but yeah, it's double figures it's gonna get me. I don't even need to, just don't need to think about it too much. Ginger ground thinks had its win. Can win again though, no reason it can't. Colt I, I just don't think's as good as the market. Keeps thinking, his street fair's 950, that tells you a story, BJ. Um, um, yeah, so look, success play I think it's the one. I'm about 380 success play, but I'm 490 Baby Blues. It's currently $11 each way. So it's a uh, it's a no brainer. Big improvement from Olden as well. Uh, it's last run was really good. And it, it's it's such a big difference when you've got a low weight and a gate and a, an apprentice that's riding some winners now. Yeah, I like the way that Olden so, hit the line the other day as well, but yep.
0: I, uh, I'm with you again. Baby Blues, well, I actually had something on it first up, just at a random big yep. price. Uh, so I, I didn't mind the way that she stretched the thing with Baby Blues is, like, even though her record in recent preparations isn't
1: fantastic, there is ability there and it was good to see her trial well. Do you know it has been three preps yeah. where it hasn't turned up at all, yeah. which is like, oh, surely. And I'm really surprised, and this mm. is this is me overthinking it, but Harry sent a team up. Mm. Surely this is one of the ones you'd send up to Broome unless yeah. there's something in it. So. But the trial, do you know the exciting thing about the trial and probably the reason I think I had something on first up too, it hadn't even trialed well mm. in those other preps, like it no. trialed poorly. So just to see something in the trials. Um, lead, it, Harvey as well with the treble midweek. i love to see that. And I, I haven't backed a Harvey winner in 14 years, but <laughs> Harvey with the treble <laughs> midweek, you'd love to see that. I, I just, I've just, got a sneaking feeling with Lead. I <laughs> okay. reckon he'll kick this out. And, and I don't think Harvey's afraid to to rock and roll where possible. So I don't know. It, it'll land Leader leaders back, I reckon.
0: Yeah, Baby Blues, is gonna get, Baby Blues is gonna get me as well. If it's gonna win a race ever again, this is its race on the Saturday. Um, again, just following up from what Terry said, the speed map does look a bit messy if they wanna try something a little bit different with with Colchino. Um, and uh, and also, Sean McGrady um, is um, is riding Ginger Green at the moment. So just just a reminder to everyone, just to check the uh, check the uh, notice boards there because um, Sean's off his rides at Northern today and um, with the back complaint. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can get himself up for the uh, for the big meeting this Saturday. But that's a horse that could that could roll forward potentially if there's no speed in the race. Um, other uh, maybe even Brad and Neville's just sort of think successfully, might, especially if the tracks playing a certain way, might be able to just rather than go back, roll forward and sort of um, maybe they might find themselves in front by default as well. So um, Yeah, 100%. But uh, Baby Blues. The form around
1: success play, with especially with War Gem winning yesterday's A Fury, the Velvet Queen. Yeah. Um, all that form's better, but success play's a nice horse, but being just a bit of a sitting duck from the breeze, I don't know, maybe just a little bit of a, yeah, it's got to be a query. So. Do you think, Baby? What, what price do you think Baby Blues is going to start? Six bucks. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, another another one of our we'll talk about Tommy before, I'm pretty sure Tommy's pretty keen as well. So his yeah. tweet after its last start, uh, what did he say? Oh, I didn't see his tweet. Uh, I remember it vaguely. Yeah. Someone try and tell me it's not gonna win a racist campaign or right. something. So yeah, so I I am not it's one of those. I've been betting each way in a, in a certain manner recently. It's hard to get on at, at times. But say you're backing one like this, who this could just might not turn up, right? It mm-hmm. might might be a beaten horse. It's now had ten starts where it hasn't run top ten or whatever, top eight probably. And um, so you could almost because each way sometimes is you oh, go it's a safety blanket. But if mm-hmm. you're backing one at say this, what's this three dollars twenty a hole? Mm-hmm. You can look at having a bet like a, a two by one, which is boring, but you get your money back for the place. Mm-hmm. Rather than – rely, but if you're backing a horse, say, later on we'll talk about a horse like Glamour Pact, who's pretty reliable, runs a very similar race all the time. You're taking $3 play a horse you know is going to run that good race from the good map. Rather, this is one that might not turn up completely. So, this might be a case where having a lower stake on the place and more on the win because the speculative aspect, if it does turn up, it probably wins. Yeah, I You know yeah. what I mean? So, that's how I'd attack this one. Um, is like a two-by-one which sounds boring.
0: Yeah. But still, you've thrown out a first four earlier. Was it a first four? Yeah. First yeah, four? Stand them all out. Two two one. This is, uh, this is new guru uh, methodology coming into play. Just, They're sharing with the listeners just very kindly. I just can't get on.
1: I'll tell you what, if anybody wants to be me bowler, just uh, <laughs> shoot me a message. Oh, and you have to be a real degenerate. Then. <laughs> I need some real dirty accounts. <laughs> all right. Race six is the – what is this race, Terry? um what is this race bj what Sorry, is this race? i don't have it in front of me i'm coming to terms with the fact i'm back friday night and mm-hmm. i hate myself oh the key. key. the key, key. experience more handicap <laughs> over the um over the 1650 the first not the first leg of the quad either is it yeah the key claim key. the key. the key, key. <laughs> the key, key <laughs> handicap it's race six 229 pm geez <laughs> bit of racing happening today um i found this to be a sticky <laughs> race. probably one i'm not going to get too involved in sticky yeah um all the, the all this the speed looks a bit of a query and all the uh the the favorites uh, have all got apprentices on them that's mm-hmm. no issue with lactar obviously um but look I think media baron double digit are probably Oh, they are better horses over the journey. picklet could end up a better horse, potentially. Um, but it's just whether you want to take a short price about. One of the kids on board, I think, as you said, Money Mail is ready to win. I'm 360 double digit. That's probably me. Mm-hmm. But I think Media Baron was a slightly better run. If they sprint together, Media Baron beats Double Digit. But I think Double Digit has the scope to land in front of Media Baron, potentially. But it's just, a, to me, it's an ugly, messy race. I'll see if Betfair lobs up something silly late. Double Digit for a tip, though. Okay.
0: I, watching that replay, Media Baron versus Double Digit, I can't for the life of me work out how Christy Bennett just didn't follow. God has Chosen. Yeah, I was on
1: Media Baron. I, I don't think it changes. Or, it definitely doesn't change the result. I think God has Chosen beats either way. But it, um, it's, it's more she does that. A, so, Christy, I've watched a fair bit of Christy, especially riding down in Albany. And she does it on Athlone Castle a bit. And she's done it with success once or twice. But she is really – I think I think she's just trying to hone her craft and good on her to some degree. That wasn't the time to do so. Um, <laughs> and, and Clint's probably the biggest one of doing it at the moment. Do you know how some jockeys will just – some jockeys have a natural penchant just to peel wide and get going? Yeah. Um, you'd notice that with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. While some want to cut that last horse out. Yeah, like – Instead uh, of going around there,
0: Clint's the one. Clint did that on the uh, favourite, that Adam Durant horse last, um, Galactic Storm he refused to go outside he was like yeah it's gonna cost
1: you a length but you're gonna um it's going to cost you a, a length, but you're going to definitely get out, or you can save that length, and that's you, you win a lot more races as well. So you yeah. can, yeah, it's fine either way. But that's that's how chrissy has been riding. It's been um, it's been quite interesting to watch. And but yeah, full credit. I just think a, I just think that in an a, a, a horse feel. Yeah, if, if, if you you can see the dollar pop up. yeah, just tack on tack it the starting, favorite, just just hop on it, just follow, hop follow, on its rear, especially when line. you know that you well, you should know, you should be doing your research. You should know the leader's interstate, and the leader's going to stop dead. And you, this race is going to be run and won down the middle of the track so,
0: so double yeah. digit came from inside it yeah I well, pulled uh, yeah, back yeah. around and took its spot yeah it was, it, it media was barrel a was problem. a better
1: run. I'm I'm giving me a double digit a little plus A for the form of Ash Miley, but mainly for jet to targe. Um, tar, horses are going better for Taj than they are for Jet. So that's worth a length or two at least. But Jet gave that a 10 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. And it also missed the kick badly. It doesn't miss the kick that badly all that often. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a winner as well. It's 112 of 70. Like That's a pretty good strike rate for a yeah. horse that's been around forever. Yeah. So double digit wins one every campaign. I, I usually find a double digit's been a really good horse throughout the journey. And I reckon this might be double digits. But
0: I reckon you're right. I'm going to, and obviously pick a little, quick back up, just hit the wall late in that yep. 2,100 metre race. 20 though. Yeah. It's, so, but the way I'm going to go is I reckon- Gunner? Gunner. Go? Yeah, Gunner
1: yeah I go. can see that. Do you reckon they might try and go forward? Yes. that's,
0: that's it's that has been missing it badly. That's the yeah. problem and it can't. But, but I think just from seven at the milestone, yeah. and it's
1: even 1650 now, if Holly just maintains that forward movement. If there's a, um announcement that they're going to ride it forward or try to, I'll probably be with you. Yeah. I'd suggest. It was huge behind Devoted. Yeah. And you wouldn't think there's not a huge amount of other speed, great powers in Bombay style or Just at the weights as well, like uh, mm. Holly
0: uh so it claims, it claims half, one. So and she's
1: five points out of its grade as well. Yeah, but
0: still, you know, the best of go yeah. is sort of um, you know, is capable of carrying the 53, which is equivalent to a rating of 70. So you'd say goes at least a 70 um at his best. And I think the ratings have just sort of peeled off. In recent times, but I think he, I, I like the way that he worked home behind devoted pulled ground off a three-year-old, capable three-year-old in the form of uh, Stay Safe, um, over fourteen hundred meters up to the mile. From that draw, if if Holly can be positive and work forward, then I think um, and, and rolling then with the weight advantage that she has over Media Baron and, and double digit if it becomes a bit of a slug slugfest late, then I yeah. think Gunner Go could sort of be the horse that holds on a bit of a, a bit of a you know that sort of sort of bunch finish but I'm uh, gonna go I had marked um nine dollars I think nine dollars gonna go um, currently 11 10 some places but maybe better on the day but um, but yeah in a bit of a wide open race I thought gonna go could uh, could peak. On Saturday.
1: Is great Power's any good uh, in Queensland? Is it much of a horse? Or no, I went back I, doing I, a bit went, of it. I went
0: back through its record. I, don't, I think it only won one Saturday. All the rest of its mm, wins were was when it was weak.
1: leading because it's only been beaten three and a half first up, got is chosen and star a line. And then it's come out and forget it went around in that sort of that fight. Tash goes on. I like how she's riding. It could roll. I don't know. It's one that get to a big price as well. Sort of just willing to see what happens. Just take it one race at a time. Okay.
0: Uh, all right. Race seven is the Schweppes handicap 2100 meters uh special conditions no metro in last year so this has had to uh they've oh. had to put the weights up here as well so this is actually a 57 mm. plus it's thin when bolts excessive topping, top it it. thin yeah and also it's just it's just a very open it's um, good to
1: see why terry finally come to saturday grade though i thought you've been waiting yeah been waiting. yeah it's just been waiting to race some better horses i think before it shows its best so yeah has a horse ever been rated in the 30s <laughs> It's a chance of getting there when they start running 30 pluses around Kingsley Oval or something.
0: Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I I, I was quite impressed with the midweek victory of Phenomenal Anomaly uh, with CJP on board. I reckon this horse can can step up into this company. And, yeah, I reckon he's, well, truly the horse to beat for mine. I mark 350 Phenomenal Anomaly uh, on top. And I reckon um, the way that the staying sort of chops he showed last start, he was sort of four wide. Um, from the 900 home and just kept coming at a horse like Secret Pearl. And he's only young He's only uh, – he's got youth on his side, phenomenal anomaly. He's also got Adam Durant in his camp as well, a who's, a, who's an absolute phenomenal trainer I of the I thought Suns status. Field run a
1: race last year You weekend. were right. Um, yeah. How do we not him. get the price loose? How did Sluice Box not – I swear I was just we were just going to see our $15. Mm. That was heartbreaking. I just wanted to be on, but I'll try and be bloody – Try and outsmart yourself. I, I just think this is
0: a, a race devoid of stayers and a race de- devoid of a lot of talent. This horse on the way up, the way that it grounded out the other day, I love the way that it lengthened and covered the ground.
1: Oh, I'm pretty keen, phenomenal here. It's always looked uh, a stayer in the making. Mm. Um, yeah, finds a finds a terrific um, finds a terrific race. They had Sunsphere nominated. If that went here, you would have been pretty excited, yeah. I'd suggest. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it, it did go around in a fifty-four plus at seven bucks and it's gonna go around here at probably honest, what price yeah. is it? Four or five it's bucks. It's uh, four twenty. You join eleven as well, and I reckon they'll just go back. They're a pretty patient combo. So they'll probably just go back. Um yeah, I just think I, I think it's there's just some some risk with the the gate and the price and I think it's gonna be popular though. But um I am I am Oh, what's the money come for? Eurasia's been shortened a little bit. It, it's the map runner, isn't it, Eurasia? Right. It's going to park up behind him. It's never – it's Eurasia though, isn't it? But yeah, I know Eurasia
0: is, very well. And yeah. he just, he, he's he's honest, tough, consistent, but he just lacks it. He's, he's an almost. He's, he's a, an almost. He's an almost. What do you say? Yeah.
1: He's an Ashance. He's an ash yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's very good <laughs> um, i am quite keen on one here uh, i reckon bold success will win this race i okay. reckon um it's nice that it's drawn out wide they can let stock take a sort of roll and then probably just pop over to the breeze it does its best racing it's only raced from the breeze twice that's when it beats sunsphere Uh, two starts ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely smashed Sunsphere two starts ago. actually, The way it accelerated from the breeze was was really impressive. That was at 1,800 too. Um, And last campaign, Chloe went on from the breeze as well. It's run some huge races and all of its runs have been went deep. Um, I actually thought its effort in the 66 plus was really good. It lost its winker. It's, did you see that? No, I didn't see It was that. hanging off it, then it fell off. Yeah. Um, I thought it loomed into it nicely. It just – that's probably not how – even with cover for a while, it doesn't seem like that's how it races best. Like, it just needs to be doing it tough. Uh, Kesh was
0: they, on – They scooted along too, so it was yeah. on, on, on top of a pretty brutal sort of tempo. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly right. Exactly right. I, I think that Phenomenal Anomaly will be out the back, um, and, and if Bolt Success stops, it'll be probably the one getting it with Secret mm. Pearl. And, yeah. Yeah. Maybe is the map in that sense, but I'm I'm with what I saw from Bolt Success two starts ago. To um, I reckon he's the one to beat here, and I reckon what I saw in his run against Overthought last campaign when he was four deep the trip over 20, 2000, 2,100, I reckon he gets the journey as well. I got no real issue with that. So he's only found the brace twice since two thousand. I didn't go before that because he was a Peter's runner before. Yeah, that. Um, and, and he's won on both occasions. So um, yeah, Bolt Success uh, gets map on both phenomenal and Secret Perilla doesn't usually begin that well drawn wide anyway mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm just going to go with the map running here I'm going to get it's six fifty-seven at the moment I, I'm interested what your price is and what I don't think it'll be a popular horse I don't know yeah, I was, so,
0: was nine fifty.
1: yeah I don't think Bold Success will be all that popular in the market um, so I don't know whether I need to pull the trigger early or not but uh, I'm $3.30 um, Bold Success so uh, pretty keen probably our best of the day actually I reckon hmm you know you're going to have a tough day on the punt if Bold success. Is yours,
0: sorry, <laughs> Bold success won four of his first 47, and Terry reckons he's going to win two of his next three. <laughs> exactly right. Well, I was on two starts
1: ago from there. You actually, were too. So. Yeah.
0: No, that's that's cool. Yeah, I just um, that's cool. <laughs> I just I just thought that. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That, yeah. Well, are you sure, Terry? Oh, oh. um, <laughs> are you sure? I think I've I've given up on Bold success, that's, but that's he cool, can man. he can win for the Taylors. Um, I just didn't think that there's going to be. That real searing tempo in this, you know, sometimes the staying races can be turned upside down with a uh, do the absolute, you know, high pressure race when, you know, sometimes the leaders just kind of get it wrong. I think that's sort of what happened last. Last Saturday in the race at bold Success was in, um, so if they're only going along evenly, it'll I don't be- think they'll want
1: to go mad on Stocktaker yeah. because it's yeah. going to be a query. They might even ride Stocktaker cold. It's not impossible. So, so that's why I I was- one thing I don't want bold Success to go to the rail. It, I, it just yeah. it needs to, almost needs to be outside of a horse. Yeah. And then um, even saying that when it accelerated away two starts ago, it didn't it didn't really stargaze from what I saw, um, and look like because it held Sunsphere pretty well on the line. So, it was a good win. You know? Yeah, strong. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Now I'm and, it's, yeah. and it carried fifty nine down to 57 that day as well so it's 60 down to 58 so uh, loves
1: carrying well yeah it's just uh, a i love a good tough horse on speed tailors are going well mm. I'm, I'm actually like this is one of those ones that i'm i'm I'm, I'm you're getting more confident by the minute <laughs> No, i'm already very i'm already at max confidence yeah it's just it's one of those ones i'm very happy being i'm not going to back it each way not, none of that none of that business Tough of horse that doesn't turn up someday so yeah um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just – I think this is your winner. Like, I just – I really do believe this will win the horse race. So, I was hoping I'd see 10 bucks. though. Eh? I, I thought it was a chance of just – you know, I don't feel as comfortable taking the 7. It could jump – even last day I liked it. I took some 16-17s. It jumped 26 mm-hmm. fair SP. So, um, yeah, I don't think this would be one that I'll be – too disappointed if I miss an early price with. Okay.
0: Yeah, just my final thought on the phenomenal anomaly chances. If if they don't go as as quickly as they can do in some of these middle distance races, I can see um, CJP just just sort of uh dri- sort of blending in, in and just yeah. rolling in, into the race under his own steam in that rather than having to chase the race sometimes yep. sometimes when the field stretches and there's that pressure on, on top of the back markers really have to chase the race and by the time it comes to um, finishing off they're a bit gassed but I think phenomenal anomalies sort of creep forward in the three wide line maybe following a horse into the race like a secret pearl mm-hmm. um, get on the back of something like that who brings it into the race and it's right on top of them on straightening and within striking distance and that's the way I can see phenomenal Anomaly working them over late, just using that real staying presence and prowess that this horse is has. It's only had six starts, seventh start this Saturday. Um, just like the way that it's it's evolving into into a, a a horse, and I think he can make the leap to Saturday company and um, be very very hard to beat. So phenomenal, phenomenal anomaly. I'd love me. to
1: own a really good stayer. Like mm. ph- phenomenal anomaly is real slow. Like it's really slow. But yeah. It gets out to Stanger, and it's it's just so tough. So yeah. I, I'd love to. You know I'd love to own one of those. What's that mare yeah. that you have with the piercers? That's the stayer. Oh, no, we did it. I think it did its tendon. Oh, that's not good. Oh, no. The ownership's just, we're, we're battling until <laughs> race, <laughs> until, we, until we get a double in race nine and 10. Uh, so you think. So you think. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Thinking game. It was by <laughs> C. Right. C. It was by C. Thinking game. Yeah. Well, Dan convinced me to buy sure. a share after I've had 4,000 beers at the Dig <laughs> Deep Awards just after he won two year old of the year, I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> All uh, right. Deary, man. Very I good. Race eight is the Amelia Park Handicap, 1300 meters, special conditions, uh, graduation handicap, this one. Um, this is a very intriguing race, 12 runners at the moment, um, bit of form coming from various directions. Uh, we've got a Cerise and White first upper as well, Fashion Queen who showed um, who raced very consistently, very well during the uh, Ascot summer period there, resuming Holly Watson and Adam Duran. My Boy Eddie and Rebel Zone are coming through the lower grades. There's, um, there's a bit to work through here, Terry.
1: Yeah, there certainly is. I think the the thing that struck me when I did my speed map here, BJ, was the amount of back markers. Yeah. Um, Classic Rogue, Savanik, My Boy Eddie, Rocky Path, All On Black and Fashion Queen from 8. They're all naturally pretty slow beginners and, and get back, so – I think what I looked at there with Rebel Zone, you come into a race with a horse winning three in a row, and my, my natural thought is, well, let's try and get this beaten or as long in the market as possible. I think there's a good opportunity for Chris to show some aggression. Same with Brad Rewilla from nine, yeah, um, and same with Paul Harvey on from eleven on Jedi Mind. Mm-hmm. All three of them there should be a gap between i think american queen breezes outside still glamour yeah. packed parks on them those three i think there there might be daylight for them all of them almost just to get in you know what i mean because you've got so many back so you've got that gap um early doors like, a lot of that will depend how classic road Seven. my boy eddie jumped from one two four. if they can close that gap up then they could be caught deep and you're in trouble um but I think there's the opportunity for those three hoops to be aggressive with their rides and, and look for a spot midfield. I thought if
0: if Brad wanted the one one, it's there for him on featherweight.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. he's got the advantage being yeah. drawn underneath Jedi and um, and Rebel Zone, yeah. so um, he can tag American Queen. Exactly, she, she's right.
0: she's coming across from ten. He's drawn. I think directly, directly with the fifty-one,
1: inside. that'll take you into the race far enough as yeah. well. You know, so yeah, look, I think. I found this a difficult race to mark, but one I quite enjoyed doing. I'm what I'm going to do is hope that those those ones I swear who it can kick up and, and hold a spot. And I think just in the current markets, so I'm three fifty Rebel Zone. I've mm-hmm. been in, It's a horse I've always taken on, but I've been really impressed with the way it's been winning. Yeah, um, that Bourbon Bow form. I don't think that's too bad either, comparative to this race. Um, so now I, Bourbon I, Bow ran really well in their final last day. It's yeah. just been it's been flying. Um, Glamour packed. Was in that very weak West Speed Platinum race, but loomed into it nicely. Um, just peaked on the run. It's a horse. If you go back through its successes, it's, it's a map horse. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get the back of Stella Fair here probably, you know, who should be giving you a kick and should be giving you room to get out and push out under American Queen. So I don't think Glamour Pack's any star. But last campaign, do you, do you remember its campaign? It was like a- Unlucky campaign. Yeah. Not much went right for it the entire campaign. It started as a 68 raider. It finished as a, 68, a 60 raider. So it would have carried 58 in this race last campaign. Now it's carrying 54. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an inferior horse. So look, I don't, Glamour Pack's no superstar. There's better horses than Glamour Packed in this race, but it doesn't need any luck. It's $12 each way so that's that's how we've got a pun here we, ha- we have to back that horse that's glam i'm five dollars eighty glamour pack so twelve dollars each way if that price holds fingers crossed um yeah that'll be that'll be me okay that'll be me i might look rebel zone's 450 which i'm surprised about so i might look at a say yeah you're betting one and a half units each way glamour packed and one unit rebel zone to get your money back mm-hmm. i think that's how i i like it but i wouldn't be surprised if featherweight beats me i don't think anything else can
0: okay i think the 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 two that i like is Claus one and two i think i was i think the seven dollars for both of them is is enough for me that's fashion queen and featherweight um i thought fashion queen While she's no superstar, some of her runs last preparation were outstanding. Knocked off Ginger Baker, ran second to Sentimental Queen, was massive that day getting home. Sentimental Queen has gone on to to do some good things and then um, just all the form around. And that last start third behind Dom to shoot and weapons Sun. that was a that was a high quality seventy two plus mile race at, at Ascot back on the twenty sixth of February. Um, nice coming off a nice trial. Uh, I think Fashion Queen um, has competed in, against better horses and in better races than this. So I'm um, I'm intrigued to see how she goes first up, and that seven current seven dollars is enough for me. And I thought posit- positivity from Brad Willer on Featherweight. If he can land 1-1, then he goes real close in this. This is is massive map opportunity here for Featherweight, who ended up in sort of no man's land last start. It was, he just, I was, no, guns, I, was pretty flat. I was pretty flat yep.
1: watching that. You jumped a length in front of Macanto and it, it gets the, and it gets the 1-1. One, one. It was just desperation to be rearward. It was just de- there was last start at so clearly the plan this time was to, to take to yeah. get some cover, but you could have just taken normal cover. You had to know how much speed was in the race. If you jump well, just go with it. The speed's going to get you. And
0: the yeah, park right think on it I have was been a bit surprised by the speed of guns and everroad sort of jammed in there mm. and took his spot, but also what happened was Hayes gold was over racing and sort of floating three and four wide and then so he sort of acted as a significant roadblock for for featherweight. But the thing I liked about featherweight is he would have won that
1: race. Today. Yeah, I agree. He would have won that. race. The thing I liked about
0: featherweight was Secret Plan followed it the whole way, peeled off it, and it looked like it was going to go straight past him. And um, while Secret Plan might not have had the the real knockout punch that it sometimes that mostly possesses um i thought that featherweight did a good job of holding out secret plan who's a big ran, ran a tour, a bit, last two he's it, a yeah. big closer so there was some yep. merit in that he's been beaten 1.9 just that just got got caught in a really awkward running position that day I, i'm with you i think it should have won uh brad on uh if he can be positive 1-1 i reckon he's going to give this a big shape so for me i'm going to probably have something on both fashion queen and featherweight yep. leading towards featherweight
1: i'll take on fashion queen i'm yep. pretty happy just with I think it might need a run to build, firstly. Um, but just Holly on the – I know she rode it well once last prep. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a tougher ride. These, these are horses that are very good, but they've always ridden by William Pike or um, Chris or Clint. So it's just a, a slightly more difficult steer. Um, but, yeah, it's obviously the best horse this race. So I'm going to back what I think is probably the, the least uh, least good. Goodra. Probably the least goodra <laughs> of the lot. Um, but as I said, I think it's dropped. It's a 60 rate in a 60 plus coming off a great first up run um, and maps, the rest of them we need to land or we need to jam, we need to, maybe they those spots don't eventuate. So I think Glamour Packed each way, it's not gonna be popular, but maybe yeah.
0: me small, I think. I was $10 Glamour Packed as well. So what's, what did you say This 12, 12 at the moment? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay Guru, here we are, it's the feature of the day. It's the Furfy Belmont Sprint Group Three Wait For Age $200,000 on the table here. No elite street to uh, contend with. And as a result, Red Cam Man, runner up in the Northern Stakes and the Roma Cup, has been installed. The uh, very short favourite in this wait for age feature. But it's a 16 plus one emergency, Luke fernie has got the emergency there with an excellent dream, interesting acceptor. But um, yeah, Bel- Belmont Sprint is always a uh, feature of the calendar and this is no exception. It's basically pulled every every decent 1400 metre race into a uh, 1400, 1400 metre horse in the state into this race. And um, while Red Cam Man does dominate, that gives a lot of opportunities around the edges for a bit of value, I would have thought, Terry.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Can Man dominates for a reason as Mm. well. Like, it wins those last two with a gap to third. Um, Sorry, with a gap to the horse behind it. Like, it's huge how far it beats the third horse in the Northern Sprint. It's huge how far it beat the third horse in the Roma Cup. Mm. Like Just dominant stuff. Like, even – it would peel it out off Indian Pacific's back pre-bend, and it still goes such a big kick. None of them look like getting near it. Yeah. So um, you're, you're closer to the camp than I am. Um, do you think they'll be willing to lead or there'll be a desperation to try and find a back? Because I think you've got to just take the front. I think there's a bit of speed drawn wide that will come across, but it's not the quickest speed. So you could be waiting for a slow horse to get in front of you, and then you're you left Sprinting alongside valor and stuff, and that's when it gets really interesting, you know. So, I do you think there'll be some degree of intent? Also, I think the wink is going off the stupidest move I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, you've got a horse that's in career best, and I'm talking career best by two lengths at least, and you've made a gear change. Just when it's not broken, what do you do? Yeah, don't try and fix it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I- yeah, I can't speak for for Steve in that regard. I'm as surprised as, as uh, the next person about the winkers coming off. Um, I'm sure Steve will shed some light on that in uh, on the radio and, and talking to Julia on uh, on race day. Uh, but for mine, I'm with you. Yeah, I just thought this horse is flying in the Northern Stakes and the Roma Cup, and he's only it's only just unfortunate that he's run into a late straight and. Um, yeah, so the Winkers coming off was a big surprise to me. To actually- when racing
1: keenly restrained from heels at the eight hundred. So they've seen it race keenly on a hot tempo, and, and I think he's worn Winkers every start. I went through, yeah. yeah. It's it's a very unusual change at this stage of him, but but who knows? Yeah, who who am I to date? The oh, who am I? Either and tell you what, if um, my final question, if. McGrady at the time of recording. We just spoke to Timmy Gears before. Uh, McGrady's off his rides today. Sean's off his rides today at Northern. If he doesn't ride, I suspect he'll be doing everything he can to ride. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll be Tash faithful. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, just speculating. I'm not asking you for an exact answer, but it's yeah.
0: Yeah, she has to be in the mix
1: that's awesome um, from a punning point of view I'd love that because I reckon there'll be a big drift and yeah. I, I and yeah I'd prefer Sean on it obviously but I, I think you might get a, a bit of a betting opportunity though
0: bit of a betting opportunity 100% mm. also
1: and especially if they the run, one, especially also, if they run the race at Albany what an opportunity for Tash yeah really, like she's well, she, was, would have rode, she would have rode um, Red Can Man, the caricata, wouldn't she? But um, that's what Steve said. But she was, was up rec- in Carnarvon. Export man, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, Export <laughs> yeah, one, of, right. the, one <laughs> of the one of the one of the frothy horses, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and I think Tasha's ridden the third or fourth most winners of any rider in Western Australia this season. I I think she's. She, I think her rec- her provincial record or her overall record within the state of Western Australia P- positive she's either the third or fourth winningest rider in the state
1: honestly you line her up when some seniors go down there and you watch them ride compared to how she rides she's more balanced she and yeah she loves Albany and she feels at home there and that's a big thing and it'd yeah. be the pressure of this race would be would be huge um, the benefit would be she's on a horse on speed yeah um, but she I, I think she's probably the most underrated hoop in the state at the moment, I'm a big fan of when a when a hoops inform giving him more rides and getting him on your horses, and and I think she's being underutilized mm-hmm. during a bit of a jockey crisis um, in Western Australia. So yeah, I wouldn't be afraid to to throw her on ahead of a few seniors at times. Yeah,
0: well, there might be a moot point if Shawnee McGrady gets his uh, gets up and can um, mm. can get his back complaint under control, but it does throw uh, uh, quite
1: a significant curveball here into the Belmont Sprint. So the good thing is, Red, it's not really at a backable price at the moment. Yes. so we don't have yeah. to go. Oh, so do, what I, brad, do i take 280 brad, brad went short, short brad yeah. went up short yeah i think he got it right brad went up basically i think my, my price was about 210. Mm-hmm. um but if it's of about three bucks now i'd be like well i'd be very happy with three dollars, yeah, but it's not at that price with any query, so we just sit back, hold fire, and um, you know, I just circling back to you,
0: I, I would think that they, my, my personal point of view, I don't really know, my <clears> I would <throat> like to see them lead on Red Cam Man and take the take the race, yeah. If 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 you let those other horses dictate the the tempo of the race, he it could
1: it could bring others into the race and leave and you just to give you their names, yeah. I'm talking free trade, Massimo, yeah, Daddy, and Massimo. Yeah, very nice horse, obviously, but it's lacking early speed at the moment. Mm-hmm. So by the time it gets there, it could be gassed and stopping on you. Yeah, Daddy and Free Trade are both big question marks in this grade, how they're going. So if they're gone pre bent you know what I mean? Getting covered could be um, – and Red Cam Man made his name, especially as a three-year-old, mm-hmm. as, a, as a bulldog. Yeah. Like it was just impossible to get past. Yeah. That was his thing.
0: So I, th- I think if the way that Red Can gets beat here is if the it's a soft tempo and he gets out sprinted yeah. um, or traffic issues. So if, you, if to take that out of the equation. Well, Dig Deep was a better two-year-old. Yeah, to take that out of the equation. <laughs> I tried to get Dig Deep mentioned real early so the, over, the unders punters could get their result, but it's taken a yeah. long time into the pod to get yeah. the first mention no, there. The, fi-
1: the fix was on there. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I think that's, they're the ways that Red Can gets beat, He gets out sprinted in a slowly run race or it's traffic issues. For mine, i just, I just take luck out of the equation. If if he rolls, makes this a true test of 1,400 metres at weight for age, if anything's good enough to get past him, that's just too
1: good. That's my person. I agree. Yeah. I think I actually think while this is a really nice race, it really lacks depth. Yeah. Um, after Red Can Man now as well. I think Valeroge obviously a clear second pick match really well. yep. Real Wheeler on for Whiting. It's foolproof. It just runs the same race, time after time after ran, time. Uh,
0: ran second to Velvet King. Yep. A closing second to Velvet King in this race last
1: Amacinas year. Amasinus was just as good as Valor yeah. Um Respect. You've got to start giving it the respect it deserves, me in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Chaos was huge, like Chris going on, like the rise to 1,400. Felt with an unimpeded passage. It was just as good as those two as well. Yep. You're just going to give those two probably too much field position with with the 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 weight as well you know what I mean yeah well obviously it's the same weight from the Roma Cup but it's
0: yeah I, I think but you know what I mean like making that much ground up yeah, uh, sorry. With, yeah. with that, at level weights. Yep. It's
1: 100%, there, yeah, 100%. 100%, especially with the tracks we've been getting recently. So it's hard to go much further than that. There's lots of horses I think. I think Tellemar come and always runs nice, one's fresh, but I don't think this is obviously the, the right setup. Nero Dio was good, but the 14, I thought it was a question at 1,200. It's always been about a 1,000-meter horse, so 1,400, it's going to be hard to have. Notorious One needs a strong left-handed whip rider, I think. I think Sean O'Donnell got off and he sort of thought it was a real – I don't think he – I think Notorious One isn't a horse that you can let steer you around, you've got to steer It round and i think sean wasn't uh maybe maybe the horse isn't going that well as well but wasn't sort of aggressive enough because it's it's the one up to the 14 then the 16 they could come out and run a race i tell you what i if if clint goes on in a coming start and torius won i'd be um i wouldn't mind speculating at a price but not here and i said there's not much else god has chosen will be the the point of difference runner um some people will be happy saying well let's Let's have a pop at the horse. Everyone was tipping for the railway, mm-hmm. um, but geez, this is a big ask. At wait for age,
0: uh, it is a big ask, and I implore the connections to have a look at this. This is if you're trying to um, plan a railway stakes assault, you don't want to be winning these races. This is as a night as a, or nine, running, a, as a, as a running a hole. How much will get running a hole? it Just depends something. who who wins. Like you your your level weights against. Road, who's 112. Dig deep. Red Cam Man, who's 108. Dig deep. Massimo's even 107. Um, you're. You're really pl- walking a fine line here. The the art to winning the railway, which Bob Peters has shown time and time again, is that you come in low, you get in on the minimum, and then you're the you're the horse with timing and form at that, that yep. moment. And that's how you win a railway. If you're gonna win a Belmont sprint or a high period or a strict For 109 one, grand. Yep. It's and 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 this could be the difference between winning and losing a railway. So just I'd have a chat to the handicappers and get a bit of a ball ballpark figure about what the potential re-rating for a Horse Like God Has Chosen would be, um, because I think this- I, It's I, good for I, us to I'm, watch. I'm a it's, ma-
1: yeah, it's, it's good for us to watch, but it's just, I, I agree, this is just hard. It's, it's, it's yeah, Insane. it's not- You'd always tip it out, wouldn't you? And then bring it back, and because you're a 90-rater, so mm-hmm. you win one of those lead-ups and you sort of build it into the railway, you know what yeah, I
0: mean? Yeah. Agree I agree. He he can he can he can if there's win. no races around, he, can, you win don't a, race it he again. can win an Asian bow, he can win an yep. RJ Peters, he can work his way into a railway in that regard, win a Northern Cup. Um but yeah, I am just very wary about um a ninety raider at wave for age and the potential ratings implications. Um one horse the who I'm sort of i'm thinking just with the way that things have gone recently and the draw and the quality who i wouldn't be surprised to see a match to run a really big race on saturday is number four platoon yeah. platoon is a class animal pontiff on from gate one flies fresh uh don't be surprised to see platoon making a run at them late but um but as far as i'm concerned i think it's a uh, red cam man um up on top of the speed deserves to be the favorite valeroy the big danger for me
1: Yep, red cam, man. I'm about 210, as I said. Um, tell you what, it's a really one thing I do like about I don't think Dig Deep's come back as well. That's my personal opinion. I hope I'm wrong. But last year, remember we how good we went the Belmont Sprint? We are awesome. huge. Fourth, we yep. were huge. So um, at first up, We we – First up over the 14th, it's our type of – we've always run really well. I went back through and I – I reckon you're going to be in a good spot mate, I think we'll be – I think we met really nicely. Obviously, Carberry's the, the man at the minute. Um, yeah, actually, I, I'd, I'd be tickled pink if we can just come back. If we run top five, I'd be so happy just to just to see us back and then we can target a, a probably a more winnable race like a Hannans or something um, later in the year. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about, uh, about the return of the Champ. A bit under my price at the moment.
0: What about um, last one? number one rostropovich was one of our mastermind questions having its first start for luke fernie uh irish horse with aiden o'brien won several feature races over before it targeted a melbourne cup it's been to Sha Tin, uh it's been back with the uh, hayes dabernig hayes daddy hayes dabernig again it's been all over the shop now it's made its way over to western australia and be racing and uh, for luke fernie and uh kim doak and andrew inglis in the uh in the hot pink with the black leopard print colors what uh any insight into the rostropovich Roche- situation
1: uh, not a huge amount. Yeah, if it finishes within five lengths of an old swim to Rotten naked. Honestly, <laughs> It's just, gee whiz, not for me. All right. Well, on that note. I should have said if it wins. Maybe. <laughs> Let's go with if it wins. <laughs> I will actually do that so You can hold me to that. Luke, <laughs> Luke, would, like, Luke would like to see that too, uh, I'm sure.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Uh, all right, BJ. It is now time for. The material witness. Nah, sorry, the get-out stakes. S T E A K S. Brought to us by who? market city meets of course
0: the largest retail butcher shop in perth located at the canning belt markets on bannister road timmy hewitt and his team uh terrific operators there at market city meets so if you do happen to uh, walk in the doors there let them know that you're uh, a one one faithful and part of the one one team and they will uh they'll look after you timmy has uh, featherweight and he has a runner in the first at broom on sunday as well in war so good luck to timmy um great supporter of, of racing and uh, his involvement there with the mooran racing stables but uh just on last week's get out stakes big congratulations to sean hamilton flying under the radar this guy sean has won three get out stakes now uh he was nearest the pin with his uh rockinori uh selection and um he got the chocolates there with uh last saturday that's three get out stakes for sean congratulations enjoy that gourmet beef package from market city meats uh, well done, Sean. And now to enter this week's Get Out Stakes Race 10 at Belmont on Saturday. Let us know who you think will win and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred, at the 1-1 one one pod on Twitter. And, of course, we can never, ever forget Sam White.
1: Terry? First in best dressed. First in
0: best dressed. Okay, so Race 10 is the Crown Perth Handicap. So this is run at 4:50, which gives us ample time to stroll across the uh, overpass there and make our way to to stadium in time for bounce down West Coast Eagles versus Western Bulldogs. But let's see if we can leave Belmont on a winning note. And I'll throw to the Guru to get us out. Get <laughs> you, us out. You don't reckon
1: there'll be a winning note at the stadium? <laughs> or? Uh, that might
0: be our, if we can find the winner of the hey. last. It might be our last win for the. Uh, Jeez, but, uh,
1: I didn't. Yeah. With the team on paper, 10 bucks at home against the doggies. This is us, surely. Um, if, they, if,
0: if the bond doesn't make the, uh, the the the
1: plane ride across, that might help our chances right. a bit. Yeah, so. I think we'd need probably a few more players. <laughs> Luke Beveridge could probably <laughs> take the hit outs and that'd probably still be at us. Um, look, sneaky chances, the dead obvious. Um, yeah. Maps to win, a winner, looks a winner. Uh, that's just just not my price for a, for a horse off a little or fresh to 250, $2.50 now, 240, t- $240, 250 Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a little bit below my price. So. They were really accurate in what they said pre-race. We don't know if we we'll get the 1200. We took the back across statement. Um, I'd love to talk to the person. I'd like to speak to here is is Lockie or Britt or Jim and say, how do you compare Traverne as a horse to Cross Statement? Because mm. I think I think it'll be Traverne in the breeze outside of Olga Louisa. Charger will look to charge, but it misses kicks and it can just put itself did, back did in the Did Imprudent
0: prudent jump the other day, or did it work its way to the breeze? I'm just trying to remember. Uh, the outside. Bit of both.
1: Bit of both. Of no bit outside, of yeah, a yeah. bit of both. I think. Traverne's pretty quick. I think Travern all landed yeah. outside Olga. Yeah. Um, Traverne's a nice horse, actually. It's just, uh, it's just never had to do it from the breeze. All of its winds have been on a rail. Yeah. And that's a different sort of kettle of fish. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, these Taylor runners when there. And its had, I think the second trial was because it drew wide. Um, so instead of running, they tried. Totally I, I think it'll be ready to go here. So I think Traverne can run a bit of a race from the breeze. A little bit above my price there, but – um i do expect sneaky chance to be hard to beat but i'm sort of about three bucks so two fifties not going to get me as much uh what was i 11 12 material witness captain kink is one that can run a race mm. if you're looking for a, a mandy. he always is a point of difference i just don't think at this stage of its career it's a three or four four back defence. 60 kilos thousand meter horse i think it's showing and can get a little bit further um, ATM, if the middle of the track's playing well, which there's yeah. a big chance it won't, It's going super, but can it give weight and track position? A sneaky chance. I kind of like State of Power. Brave. Um, yeah, State of Power just just gets back and it goes alright. I just, I yeah, I, I think Sneaky Chance, all things being equal, is is the one to beat. Do you, you think of Sneaky of Chance's three odd form is better than State of Power? How come none of mine are over the odds? I'm trying to figure out what I've done here. Oh, I've got Traverne just below five bucks. Yeah. Well, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't trust my market there. are you sure <laughs> Uh look, I think sneaky chance. I thought uh, the state- Trevor Andrews is training winner after winner at the moment. He's so. going good Trevor, which is- I think 6 of his last 13, uh, I have it written yeah 6 from his last 13 have been winners. Mm-hmm. How's that? Okay. So race, I'm I am i gonna wait and see how the how the deck's playing out. Like I, I it wouldn't surprise me if I'm on something wild here, like a Captain King and Knight Voyage both at 60 to 1 late or something, you know? Yeah. just basically give some money away before I give my membership away. I don't actually have a membership deals. Um but look, at the end of the day, I'm $4.50 Traverne, it says here, it's $7. I don't know how I got to $4.50. But anyway, so it's Travern for me. That's <laughs> that simple, really, isn't it?
0: <laughs> uh I'm so power. I thought, yep. I thought some of its closing splits last prep were excellent. Um, has Spin the Knife, um, won against the Older Horses with Sean McGrady on board. It's won, it's won twice at the Belmont Thousand. Good medal form, and I know that um, Sneaky Chance did beat home medal on uh, at uh, Ascot two starts back for that, that horse, but I just think that was maybe end of prep for medal I, I feel like their form is – kind of similar, sneaky chance and state of power. And at the moment you've got 245 sneaky chance versus 550 state of power. So that being the case, um, keep an eye out for writing, for a potential writing change there, state of power, but that's the way I'm gonna go in the last, in the get out. And um, as I always like to do, because I'm an absolute sucker of this, horse, I'll definitely be having a dollar on material witness just in case.
1: Well, one thing I will say about Material Witness is that uh, it's been freshened up on purpose because yep. it does its best racing fresh, so not much has been done with it in the meantime. And last start, sneaky chance, did sprint away from us a little bit late, but watch how much we just fought and pulled in a race It was meant to go be run quick and end up being a r- walk a walk-a-thon, so. show. bit of sting out of the ground, um, bit of speed on here. There should be a three-wide line. Um, yeah, I, I think- I think it can win. Yeah. I think it can win. I, I think that's how I'm going to – because nothing grabs me. I'm mm-hmm. going to attack this race as an owner. I'll probably take the last two as an owner, to be honest, unless I get a bread can man price. And sometimes it's nice just to – so just be a, a – Advocator,
0: dig deep. Yep. Material, material witness. Treble, blah, up, blah.
1: Okay. I would have thrown it to Saturday Sinner, but it's, <laughs> it's it's got a bit of a cold at the moment on Sunday, so it's not running, unfortunately. Nick, Nick character Pilotti, but, um, yeah, good stuff. All
0: right, let's take a break. Best bets, Maddies, and late after this – Okay, listeners, we are back with our Betfair best betting propositions for Balance Sprint Day. Terry, what's your Betfair best?
1: Uh, I went into this looking at uh, the Velvet Queen, if I got the price, but the price isn't there. Um, I think I got. Hammered last week when I made it its array day and it returned with a cold. That was like, not its array day, hardly ever. Well, they both did. They both returned with mucus. Mucus. So I think that was a sign. Don't make even money pops your best. No one cares less. Uh, Bold success is my best bet. I'm $3.30. It's double that. And I reckon I'm going to be brave and and wait for the late price. I reckon I'll, um, I'm hoping there's money for yours. New Had, bit of new Had bravery required. I don't think new Had will get the 2100, <laughs> but yeah, a little bravery required. A bit it's, of it, bravery. It's, every time I do that, though, they jump $4.50 and I crack the shits, or they jump half the price and I crack it. So and have okay. twice as much on. Don't do that. Don't do that. All
0: right. My bet for best is race four, number five, Billy Ray. Yeah, um, good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Along uh, like that, Billy get, Ray,
1: you can get five fifty. I reckon this is his race. Just, that was your money on debut into the dollar twenty six, wasn't
0: it? <laughs> i probably probably a multi or something like that. But no, I just think the difference between eating gun metal grey is, is a bit of, is like gun metal grey three forty three twenty versus Billy Ray at five dollars five fifty. I would have thought they'd be. I marked them. Basically the same. Yep. So Billy Ray for me, I reckon it's his day. A bit of answer. reliability in that yep.
1: yard compared to one that's chasing a win, first right. win for a while. Who's your Maddie? Uh, uh, uh I'm going to do a bit of a U here and throw one out that I barely even discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say multi-baby blues and glamour packed at 100 to 1. I will say that as well. But uh, we've got Night Voyage in the last. You know, it's just that type of horse Night Voyage <laughs> is. That, and I love Tash Faithful at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I, it's 31 bucks at the moment. It'll jump 300 to $1. So I'll have something small, Night Voyage, in the last
0: my Maddie is in the big race, the Belmont Sprint. I'm going to uh, make number four, Platoon, $34. My Maddie, class horse, Pontiff, coming off a of treble, gate one, anything get up there for, uh, for the Pont and Platoon uh, can go enormous fresh. So I think the $34 compared lining up against some of the other horses around a similar pl- price, I
1: reckon that's about right. Very good. And your lay of the day? Uh, there's a couple
0: here that I sort of uh, a bit under my price, but I – I don't know whether I'll be taking 360 success plays, so I think that's my lay for the day.
1: Yeah, I'd like to find one I definitely think will not win. Uh, blow me out about considerably under my price after a good win, so blow me out. Um, just a few others of note that are well under my price are Piccler, yeah, yeah. the Admiral, uh, top of the pops mm-hmm. in the first. Um, but yeah, I think they're all winning chances, but they're all well under my price.
0: Okay, that's our Belmont Sprint Day preview done, Terry.